Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to Pretty Messed Up, Dancing With Myself. Um, We are still doing this podcast, and I guess for now, we're going to take it podcast by podcast. And um, thank you so much for tuning in and for all of your support throughout the season. Um, Obviously, as I've mentioned before, we wouldn't be here or we wouldn't have made the final if it wasn't for you guys. But um, now that Dancing with the Stars is officially over, I go through this like weird depression for about a week or two. And it kind of like, it lingers, right? It goes like in and out, but I tend to always stay busy. So I guess that's my new numbing device is uh, being productive. Um, Right now I'm actually getting ready to um, go to Jingle Ball, which is going to be televised. And I'm doing a little behind the scenes stuff tomorrow for Jingle Ball, as well as promote Pretty Messed Up, Dancing With Myself. So, but basically like now that dancing is over, like completely over, um, a lot of the dancers are going on tour, which I will unfortunately not be joining this this year at least. Um, But I am really gonna be focusing on my new dance program. It's called Body Language. And I'm hoping to launch this beginning of 2022 next year. And I finally, you know, have a partner who is a licensed and certified therapist. And basically body language, just in a nutshell, is about mental health and how movement is therapeutic. And for me, I only, I have firsthand experience with how, you know, dancing was my therapy um, when I felt like I couldn't talk about my trauma. And there is a real connection there when it comes to like somatic experience and all of that. And so I've been really passionate about getting that out to everyone. And it's going to be something that's very accessible. You don't need dance experience. You don't need a partner, but obviously it's going to be related to ballroom, but again, no partner. And I'm going to have um, Katie Morton, who is a licensed therapist, who is very well known in the YouTube world. She is now um, going to be helping me and she's going to basically be that person who 
says, you know, this is why it is good for your mental health and um, why certain moves and certain dances may help with whatever, you know, your intention is as far as like a mood changer, or if you just want to be more in touch with your body and making it more, you know, relate, relating it, I guess, more to your mental health, but anyway, more to come soon. Um, and, you know, obviously for me right now, it has been, you know, it's been difficult having to transition because like, I am still, you know, going in and out of like, if I'm going to be joining the next season of dancing with the stars or, you know, what is the best for me at the moment, I'm still like flip-flopping back and forth on like, whether I should be freezing my eggs this year, or if I should wait till next year, depending on if I do season 31 or not. So there's a lot going on um, right now, you know, I'm focused on just spending as much time with my family as possible. Um, you know, at the moment when it comes to my, you know, parents' health, you know, it's, it's not great at the moment. So I just want to be able to spend as much time with them as possible um, right now. And so I'm just trying to enjoy the moment and I'm going to, I've been really slacking as far as meditation goes and um, really working on myself. So I have to get back into that rhythm and I'm just taking it one day at a time. And I'm really trying to also focus on my clothing line as well. My Cheryl Burke loungewear line. Um, and yeah, some new and exciting stuff coming in the new year for sure. I'll be doing YouTube um, again. So uh, check out I guess my YouTube channel and just stay in touch. I'm hoping that we're going to continue doing pretty messed up every single week. And, you know, as you know, I know that for sure, you guys are very curious about what happens behind the scenes. And I would love to have like past contestants on um, even the judges and maybe some of the older executive producers so that you guys could really get, I guess, just a, a summary of like what really goes on behind this big machine called dancing with the stars. Um, and so hopefully we can continue doing that. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm so happy for Iman and Daniela. I really never thought that they were going to win. Um, never. I thought for sure it was going to be Jojo and Jenna, but I love that Iman won. Iman is the true definition of what dancing with the stars is all about. And I'm also very happy for Daniela. You know, she's only been a part of the show for two seasons and she's had two successful seasons. She was with Nelly her first season and made the final. And now she won with Amon. And honestly, she's like the first dancer who made that height difference work. Um, I danced with Rick Fox. He was six, seven. And boy, was that challenging. But she found a way and she is amazing and talented. And I'm so happy that she's able to experience Dancing with the Stars um, all the way to the end. Um, yeah, other than that, Cody and I have been in touch. Um, I was just in New York. I did the Wendy Williams show. Uh, my good friend Leah Remini and Michelle Visage hosted that um, as like a sub co-host, I guess you can say. And um, that was fun. And that was a whirlwind because again, it was like a less than 24 hour trip. Came back, did an appearance with Gleb Savchenko. We've had him on the show. And um, yeah, now I'm here. It's really weird not having to like get up to an alarm and go straight to dance rehearsal. But, you know, I've had some experience with this and you just kind of have to just take it day by day. I still need to catch up on sleep. My voice is still not hundred percent back, but I'm excited to, um, you know, do other things and see what else is out there and try and slowly transition into whatever is next for me. So there you go. Anyway, um, make sure you guys stay tuned because we have the winner of season 30, Daniela. She's going to be on with us. So uh, make sure you wait it out. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bring that stuff, hey!
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Pretty Messed Up, Dancing With Myself. Here we are. We have Daniela, the winner of season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. Now that, you know, we're not on an airplane, we can have a proper conversation. Hi, my love. Hey. You look so pretty. How are oh, you? God, thank you. I'm good. Are you in New York? No, I just actually, sorry, am I screaming? <laughs> no, not even. You could actually speak louder if you want. Oh, okay. Because I can't hear myself talk. Daniela, um, you never scream. I swear I've never heard. I'm the same way, by the way. I'm so monotone. I uh, This is as loud. Me, angry, sad, happy. That's yeah. the same, same tone. 
I did scream one time at him on when he was late, but oh, that's about it. Oh, did you? Oh my God. I would have I loved did. to have been a fly on a wall there. I did. Jenna walked past and she was like, oh. Oh my, how late was he? An hour and a half late. Oh my God. That is, oh, yeah. hell no. It's very hard to make me mad. Very hard. Especially that with is so messed up. Yes. That's pretty messed up. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> wait no so wait was he always late no he wasn't always no. late. he's a basketball player I mean he was late a few times and then when he when I let him have it he was just like never late again so, so I remember seeing you guys like because we would rehearse late night I work better at mm-hmm. nighttime Cody wasn't that great at night but I was just like it is what it is um and then I remember just towards the end I saw you guys just getting there like it was 8 30 or 9 o'clock did you guys always rehearse at night does he prefer that no no actually we rehearse every day at 8 30 a.m Oh um, sometimes seven thirty, oh, and wow. then there were days where um, I think like just I, I don't know if we had something to do or if we took like yeah. just the morning off because he was in a lot of pain at one point. He did oh. like had because he did have like eight surgeries in his knees alone. Oh, I didn't know. He's that. had so many surgeries and like injuries. So during the show, if we had like any type of lift or honestly not even a lift, if it was just like a cha cha. I remember like one rehearsal he came we did a cha-cha and he just he was out like first 20 minutes he was out because like his is it his just, where where is his injuries his feet in, or I think in his knees in his, his knees. knees most oh, of them shit. so like anytime there's like some kind of rotation oh I mean he's just such a champ like he's I mean just, honestly like I feel bad for even complaining now that I know that because I swear I would always say because his trailer was next to mine very potent. Um, every single day I was like, great. You're smoking weed next to a sober girl. I'm definitely high every time I walk in, but it's all good. Um, but he always, you know, I would always complain to him about how pain, how much pain I'm in and he would never complain. And so now I feel really bad. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's pretty incredible. I mean, the stuff he had to push through during this season, I, not one Cheryl, not one complaint. He wow. came in there, did his job and left like just. Yeah. He reminds me crazy. of like all the sports. This is why I always prefer dancing with athletes because of that. They're so, um, their resilience is something you just can't um, like match or even compare to because they just know exactly how to be coached. They'd love it. They don't care if you're a woman or a man. Like there's Absolutely. been lots of experiences for me where you can just tell that, that my partner couldn't handle the fact that I'm a woman telling him what to do. Right. So, but when it comes to athletes, they're just, they get it. They don't give a shit. They just want to get the job done. Absolutely. They're like Emmett Smith gave me four hours. We traveled back and forth to Dallas and LA every single week. And this was when we had results shows. So it was like Monday, Tuesday show, Tuesday, red eye land, get on the actual, like get to rehearsal then he's like, I got to be with my family and pick up my kids and repeat. And it's just like the way it is. It's just, is that similar to your experience? Oh, for sure. I mean, every single rehearsal, he'd come in with a clear mind and just wanting to work hard. Like he was there to work hard yeah. and our agenda was never, I mean, obviously everyone wants to win, but like we weren't yeah. in training, like, oh, we got to win. We got to win. Right. We were just like, how can we make this fun, authentic? Uh-huh. But at the same time, he was like so into learning. So right. if I said, all right, you're going to do a New Yorker here. He's like, okay, where are, my, where are my feet supposed to be? Are they supposed to be turned out? 
is it a ball of like he was so into Detailed. it he yeah. loved learning and for me that was just oh, so amazing fun it was just so fun he's just such a good guy and you know? then he and- comes back and I'm sure he's like thinks about it because that's what athletes do they do their homework and so then they same. come back better and honestly Cheryl sometimes like if we we're doing like I don't know if he wasn't feeling well in the morning and we took the morning off and we came in at night and I can see like it's just not happening. No matter how hard I try, it's just not going to happen. But I know that, all right, it might not happen right now, but tomorrow mm-hmm. he's going to come in fresh and it's just going to sink and it's going to snap of the fingers. Everything is just going to go 360 yeah. and just like, yeah. sorry, not 360, 180 flip. <laughs> not I don't circle, know the difference. Half a flip. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's how would you how describe your sinks. teaching style? Um, I get shit done. <laughs> totally. I can so, see that that's the thing like for me it was I always want to try to find whatever whoever my partner is whether he's on the show or not like in general mm-hmm. where whatever your strengths are or whatever however you feel music mm-hmm. I tried to keep that same pattern I try not mm-hmm. to to change who he is or my partner is right. and if he has like a natural groove that's amazing if not mm-hmm. I can teach you how to have a Mental group, right? At the same time, like I try not to take away, you know, right. from make that him person's... into a ballroom dancer, like make him look like he's a ballroom dancer when he's not. Yeah, exactly. And I just, if I see something's not working, I just get shit done. Like, does yeah. it work? No. Okay, out. Like, does he get up offended when you do that, or does he like? Does he say, Danielle, let me just try and see if I could do it, or he totally goes rolls with it? You know, sometimes. um no he actually appreciates it because a lot of the time he's like right you know what my strengths are and he trusts me Mm -hmm. and as much as I trust him you know Mm -hmm. yeah he trusts me a lot so he knew that if I saw it wasn't working and it's not worth saving then it's fine take it out but if it's like something like in the cha-cha like a Cuban break I'm like all right we got to get this right yeah like a Cuban break, and I'm like "Mm, it looks like crap right now and Mm -hmm. By the way, I wish everyone saw what we started with. I know. Like the first, no, I know. you know, like yeah. rehearsals. I mean, every week, Tuesday. it's not just the first day of rehearsal, of like I mean. meeting your partner. It's like, yeah, no, no. it's like ridiculous. every Tuesday yeah. is crazy. You're like, and you oh never my think, God. and you literally have, I lose years <laughs> off my life thinking that this is never going to come together. Is my choreography too hard? Is it too complex? And like, I'm battling sometimes with the fact that I've been on for so long that I'm like trying to reinvent something that doesn't need to be reinvented. Sometimes it's like, you got to just stick to the basics, but then sometimes you're like, but then you're not being appreciated by the judges for the basics or it becomes, Oh, you didn't push your celebrity hard enough. And then you push him too hard and he looks hectic, you know? So there's like that fine line. And I think you've mastered in a way you're so new to the show, but I feel like you understand the formula. Like you understand like what you just said, it just proves it. The fact that you're not going to capitalize on something that's not there. Right. So like why try and make Nelly or or Iman do something that just doesn't look good on their body. You're just going to take it out. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means Um, a lot coming from you. So (laughs) no, but that's been the thing. Like, honestly, when I first started back in 2006, when I started season two, I had to learn how to teach a pedestrian, how to dance. Like that's the difference between our 
world, like we could, we have our own language when it comes to dancing, right? So it's like, if we don't use the right terminology or the right words, and we're like, do a contra check, like no one cares what it's called. No one knows anything. Like don't label it, just show them like, however that person learns, like you kind of have exactly. to just figure it out. Right. Like there's I no, mean, we call the flex roll a, a freckle, a freckle. The whole time. like who a cares? Freckle a freckle. And by the way, I remember seeing you guys rehearse when we were doing that dance off uh, challenge or whatever. And you guys would be singing or he would be like saying 40, 40, 40, 40. Like, so <laughs> is that part of your teaching method? Like, do you have, cause it's actually smart. And I stole it a little bit because I was like, see the way that Iman and Danielle, I told Cody during um, that rehearsal, I was like, it helps you breathe when you talk like that. It also helps you like express, like you look like you're emotional, right? When you're For doing sure. that, cause you're smiling and you guys have this secret little, you know, communication happening. And it's really, it's a great idea. Is that part of your, did you do that with Nellie as well or? For sure. I mean, we were always, we're always talking to each other, even like when we're performing, we're mm-hmm. talking to each other, like we're hyping so each other up. Um, it's crazy because, well, Mon's you don't different. see it by the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish we had our mics on for that. It's I, they used to do that. They used to show that, you know, when we had results shows, like what we would be saying, mine would always be just swear words. So they could never <laughs> use it, but <laughs> no, honestly, like ours are just like, all right, get it, get it. Okay. Chop yeah. it, chop it like it's hot. Chop it like it's hot. <laughs> oh, like, chop it like it's hot. Is that for Nelly or was that for Amon? Well, actually, no, Nelly and I would say chop it. And then for Amon, yeah. Like, yeah, chop it like it's hot. It just works. You know, like you yeah. just, instead of like, all right, we're going to get into a New Yorker. Are you ready? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Right, and he it. was like, he yeah. was making fun of us. And that's the way, like, so when I danced with like Rob Kardashian or Jack Osborne, I remember like Rob was the most nervous when he would first, like when he first started, he was just trying to procrastinate. He never wanted to go to rehearsal. He goes, I can't dance and whatever. And then he started, I said, just make fun of us, make fun of Sasha, like actually make fun of Val and Max. And when you do that, you actually look really good. Cause he was like, and he was like, like just over-exaggerating. Right. And I feel like Amon did that as well. And the crazy part is like, I remember coming into rehearsals with Nelly for rumba, like rumba was not his favorite dance. And, uh, I think it's we, really we hard to do a rumba it. when you're a man. <laughs> yeah. But also like, if you're not a ballroom dancer, like to move your hips in this way is not so very weird. like very feminine, but it's not very like, um, masculine. No. What is it called? Like you don't what? just go on the straight and move your hips that way. You don't day, just you know? do a figure eight. It's not very exactly. sexy, <laughs> but basically like just hit, he hated the rumba. And I was like, and I said the same thing to him. I was like, just can you be a little bit more like over the top, over exaggerate? Like, what do you think ballroom dancing looks like in your head? And he does it and he is making fun of it. Like you said, Yeah. and he looked incredible. He looked incredible. Cheryl, he looked like he can go and compete in a rumba. Like it was insane. And then he was like, no, I'm not going to dance like that. Like you don't understand. No, it actually is. We are, we contort our body in ways that it's not normal. We exaggerate everything. We're like nipples to the balconies I'm like, <laughs> and show your teeth. Even if you're not smiling, just blink. Don't get all psycho eyed and not blink and then show your teeth. You know, yeah. it's like, those are the two things. So now that it's been a week, a little over a week, how does it feel to be the champion of season 30? Did you ever think this was going to happen? Have you had people reach out to you? Like, has it, have you actually been able to digest it all or? I'm not going to lie. It, I don't think it's sunk in, in yet. Yeah. You know, so like it's still very new. 
Um, mm-hmm. So when people say it, it freaks me out. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but it's, we've been so, we've been all over the place. We went to New York and then we stayed in New York with my family. And then mm-hmm. that's not really vacation because you kind of like totally. have to see all your family, yes. you know? So then you come back here and then we're still, we still have our second, our wedding dance business. So okay. like we're still filming for that right now. So it's okay. So what is that exactly? Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah. So Pasha and I have like this wedding online wedding dance school and uh-huh. uh, it started last year during the pandemic. We're like, uh-huh. we teach a lot of wedding couples in general. So we know how it feels to come into a studio when everyone's looking at you. It's crowded. Everyone's bumping into you, you know, and a lot yeah. of the guys don't want to do it just because everyone's kind of judging you in the yeah. studio. So we're like, what can we do during a pandemic? Cause people mm-hmm. are still going to get married after, you know? So mm-hmm. we're like, all right, let's do like an online like course and it just like Smart. took off it's crazy and it just um we do so you like guys teach customized. yourself yeah so we have like a bunch of courses we have like a DUI, DUI. <laughs> don't get a DUI guys do it yourself where we have like yeah. a bunch of moves kind of together and you can just take any song you want and put the moves to it we have like that's amazing ones. so is it yeah. via zoom or like how is it or do you guys no, have like a website it's uh, everything is on our website. So you just click and you see which one fits you the best. If you want like a customized one by us, we go into a studio and we film it spe- like oh, especially wow. for you. That is so such a good idea. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of filming right now um, for that. So it's been, it's just been crazy. It's been a lot What's of What's the website stuff. called? So for people that are it's, about to get married. Uh, yeah. It's called weddingdance.net. Um and that's it. It's like super easy. It's straight to the point. It has all the courses listed out for you. And let me tell you. So if you, I wanted to learn a waltz, like let's say me and my husband got married again and we wanted to learn a waltz, we just say like waltz. So is that an option or like a cha-cha yeah, or salsa? For sure. So there are people who do like two in one. So they, they send us their song. They're like, which one do you think would be appropriate? And if it's like a customized one, they send mm-hmm. it to us. We cut your music. We do everything for you. We get into the studio. We send it to you. And then you tell us like. See, that's the so new it's... way of doing it nowadays. That is brilliant. Good job. That is Thank you. really cool. I'm <laughs> trying to develop a dance program. And I'm like, this is the, it's like, it's different, right? Like we have to all try and um, this is the new way. We are all going to be learning how to dance or just like communicating in a way. Is gonna but there's be also something this. about like just being in your own home, like not yeah. having to leave your house and yeah. spending money, you know, just exactly. sitting in your house doing nothing. Why don't you just put your TV on and because uh, they have the airplay nowadays. Right. Right. And you just like learn how to dance from your own living room when no one's watching you, no one's exactly. judging you, you know? Exactly. So. so you guys are so clever. And then you guys are also <laughs> going on tour, right? We are. We're starting rehearsals, I think, next week. My so. God. I remember going on tour and having no time off. And this is when we did two seasons a year and then we did two tours a year. But it's so much fun. And I just want to tell you, Daniela, I'm so proud of you. Um, I really do. Like, it's been a while since we've had a pro dancer just understand how it works. And then on top of it, I truly respect your art and the way that you are as a dancer and as a person. And um, it's so nice and refreshing to see somebody like you on our show. So, you know, I'm so grateful to have you. You challenge me in a good way. And like, honestly, it's just... Um, it's really nice to see something different. You know, it's like, it's really hard to also be different and you were able to just be you and don't ever, you know, stray away from that. Like that is something that is so special. So um, you. being Aww. you and um, I'm so proud of you truly. I'm sure Pasha is so proud. 
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentleys all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How, I guess my last, one of my last questions is like, how did you like reinvent the wheel in a way? Like, did you, have you always been a fan of the show? Did you watch the show? Did you... Were you going into this saying like, look, I'm going to show them who I am and like what the show needs or like, how did, how did you approach it? Or are you just taking it dance by dance? I'm going to be completely honest with you and just say that I try not to watch too many videos of like ballroom dancing. Right. It, it sounds crazy. No, you're right. It actually doesn't I, do you any good. That's the thing. The moment I start comparing myself to other people's work, that's when, that's when I feel like I don't get as inspired anymore just just because yeah. I feel like everything's been done. This yeah. show is so successful and, and the dancers on it are so different. I feel like to keep it so exciting, I feel yeah. like 
you should just keep doing your own thing, not trying to like go off of someone else's choreography or dance moves. I feel like the more you dive into other styles and Mm -hmm. like different, even like different movies inspire you. I don't know, like it's Mm -hmm. the craziest thing. I feel like actually our contemporary inspired me a lot from the movie because I've never seen that movie before. But honestly, even like watching us, like that movie, us, yeah just inspired me to move differently you know and this like, is I'm the routine everyone just should know this is the routine that like was <laughs> trending wasn't it like wasn't it like going viral or something like you guys probably have like over a million views now on youtube but that was yeah. incredible like me and you are come from this competitive ballroom world where we do not do stuff like this like that's what i'm saying it's so like for me it's so crazy it's out of the box because i'm just specifically a trained ballroom dancer I'm not we don't leave our two feet do never never leave the floor like we are not allowed to ever do lifts and here's Daniela like spinning (laughs) on his finger like a basketball and just like you're just such a risk taker how did you um do that (laughs) how did you come up with that I have like thing is I have different things in my head like that I want to do and I don't know if they always work. So sometimes like I will have like the guy from the front desk. I don't know his name. Oh man. Like oh, he would come so into nice. our room and spot me. Like oh, just really? in case I don't fall. Oh, Cause I've never done it. And sometimes right. like Ezra would like come in and like, yeah, be you like Iman. You have to. Because mm-hmm. it's just scary. It's so You're standing dangerous. on his shoulders with no hands. And you're not being supported. That's the law. That would be it's a long way down. Dangerous. It's scary. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to lie. It was really scary. But at the same time. Like, I was really, really lucky that, like, for example, Ezra came in and, like, he was my Iman for a second. I was like, can I just try this with you? Because, I, like, genuinely, I don't know mm-hmm. if we can actually do it. Like, if it's a possibility. Hey, and was I'm there even any room stuff. in the, in the, and where we were rehearsing that's tall enough? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had room to four. find, like, yeah. Yeah. Room, exactly. But, or, like, the guy from the front desk, I was like, can you please just come and spot yeah. us? Because, like, God forbid I fall. But the funny part is, like, that was the first time we ever, like, pulled out crazy, crazy lifts. Um, but that, like, there's something about him being a father. Like, his father instinct. I was never scared. And like, a I team was a player. Bit... He's a team player. It takes a yeah. team. But the way he snatches me, <laughs> like, I can right away see how he, like, saves his daughters, you know? Because, like, the way he catches me, if I'm, like, God forbid, safe. falling. Yeah, it's so safe. Like, and also his hands are like the size of my back. So yes, I know I saw that. (laughs) So it's crazy. Like he's when it comes to lifts and like scary things, he's just I trust him a hundred. I can trust him with my life. Like I know he'll never. He never dropped me. He never dropped me. Wow. And if I was like dropped, he's like. (laughs) I saw that by the way. I was like, oh, this woman feels safe for sure because, like, I mean. I can't say the same about Cody. Love you, Cody. But like, there was times where I just was like, uh, let's just not do it. Like, this is a ballroom dance competition after all. But like, yeah. we first time we ever did lifts was towards the end. And they're not even, I'm not a big lift girl, to be quite honest. I like my two feet on the floor and I just like to dance. But you definitely took risks. And I think that's what it takes to become a champion nowadays, especially going into season 30. Now, one more question. How has Pasha been? Like, I, I don't think a lot of people know that you and Pasha are married. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> Um, and I think that like, he, I'm sure has been an amazing support system. Has he been throughout your both seasons, I guess. Right. I think I won the husband lottery. I mean, you can say the same about yours, but like, I honestly, I have never 
I can't imagine my life without Pasha. He's just, we've been married, I don't know, like seven and a half years already. Oh, wow. We've been together almost 13 or 14, How something old are like you? that. I was 21 when we got married, or 20, oh, no, wow. 21 when we got married. Okay. And he is more supportive and more emotional oh, than me. Like, he's a great guy. I, I, like, when we won, he was just bawling. Just oh my god, I just got chills. He's, he's just so supportive. I mean, I can't like I can't say enough good things about this yeah. man. He's just incredible. Yeah. I I have never met anyone like him in my life. No, oh, I don't. I, I don't think that. I'll ever meet anyone. I mean, he's so fucking hot and like. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> he's no, so fucking hot and he's like just a good person. Like that's a yeah. Really no, hard he really combo. is. <laughs> and he loves Abraham Hicks, and I'm a huge fan too. He so does. we were, you know, we were both in the same at the same conference. Um, he told me crazy I do I think that like what's so beautiful is you know the one lesson take it or leave it that I've always learned is like don't ever forget where you came from you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like this show this world that we live in can easily overwhelm you and can you can easily get sucked into that rabbit hole and I just know what makes me feel so good about your success is that I know it won't get to your head I know that you don't well you will never forget where you came from and um, I respect you so much Daniela so thank you so much Thank you for Thank doing you. my podcast again. I, know I wanted to do it so kinda... bad. I'm so happy it finally worked out. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like, finally. Um, but I wish you all the best and have fun on tour. Really just take it all in because like we never know if that's ever going to happen again. And I'm um, sending you so much Thank love. You. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for having me. Where can people find you on Instagram? What's your Instagram handle? Yeah. Daniela Karagach. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Daniela and check out that wedding uh, website. What's it again? Yes. It's weddingdance.net. It could be found in my bio. My link, the go. link is in my bio. Perfect. Love you, girl. Thank you so Love much. You. Congratulations Thank you for having me. Bye baby. Bye. All right, guys. So there we have it. Um, the champion of season 30, I have so much respect and love for Daniela and Pasha. Um, they are exactly what the show needed. And, um, I hope to see more of them if we continue doing more seasons. So yeah, that's about it. We're going to wrap today's episode, but please join me again, hopefully next week. I'm pretty sure we're going to have another one. Um, and that's all. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, sending you love. Bye. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. 
whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.